Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hi, everybody. It's Anne Duffy. And here is here we are at the Just Do It podcast. I'm so happy that you're with us and you're listening to us today. I have a very special guest for you. I met her, I don't know, a couple of years ago, but I remember it was the first, was it the first SEN uh, conference or was it? Um, it was Jumpstart. Uh, the it dental. The, first, um, the second Jumpstart. Oh, the second Jumpstart, Vanessa Emerson's second Jumpstart. And then I and think I, you met my daughter at SEN right after that. And I met your daughter, Hillary, at, at SEN right after that. And so we were fast friends because honestly, Kim, I can still remember you walking toward me and in the ra- town round tables. And then we had this like, oh my gosh, this love fest. We have to get to know each other better. And you were just getting started with your speaking career. So, you know, we like to launch these babe chicks uh, these do chicks, if you will. And um, she is just an amazing woman. I have, I, I, we were jumping on this. She's got another meeting after this. She's in her car. She's just, she's doing what it takes to get this podcast recorded. And I'm looking at her bio and it is, it it just, it is a very long bio as I told her, because she's so accomplished. She, as she, in her words, she's been around the block a lot. So you're going to have to reach out to her, her, um, her book is coming out after this podcast. You're going to want to get to know more about her and we will have your bio in the show notes, but she is a dentist, a retired dentist clinically, right. And uh, working with her daughter in a, in a law practice um, just there's so many national speakers, spokesperson, consumer advisor for the American dental association on and on and on. She has chops and she is here to share so much about herself her mission, the article that she wrote in the autumn edition of Do, which you have to read cover to cover, and tell us a little bit about the story and where it came from. Please help me welcome the most amazing, magnificent Dr. Kimberly Harms. Hi, Kim. How are you, dear? Hi, Anne. Thank you for that. That was wonderful. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, you you and I, are fa- we were fast friends, heart to heart. Yes. Um, just unbelievable. And then getting to know your story and then just, uh, just being so, um, just so impressed and so honored to, to have you share that with us. And we've, we've had you in the, in the, uh, a magazine before, but then to know that you and Kimberly are working and you're just making such a huge difference, not only in our world, but in, in the entire world with your work in, in Africa and your heart that goes along to so many women that have been through similar circumstances that you've been into. So I, I want you to start and tell us how, and, and the name of your story is Naomi and the Widow's Club. And it is in, again, the autumn edition of Do Life Mag. Tell us, Kim, how did this all start? Tell me about this. Well, it started uh, actually many years ago with the um, the ultimate uh, pre-do uh, dental hygienist. Her name was Naomi Rohde. And those of you that are a little older will, will remember her. She, she traveled the globe. She traveled the world. She was president of the National Speakers Association. She was president of the International Speakers Association. So she was traveling everywhere. And she was this amazing woman that would lift people up every day of her life with her husband. She, she worked with her husband, Jim. 
And I, I met her when I was going through a very difficult time. I had, I had had a, um, uh, I had a dental, um, our office manager. I took her daughter with, with my children on a trip to look at colleges when she was 15. And in Santa Barbara, on a trip with me, she dove into a sandbar in a, just a quiet beach. She, uh, and from, from standing on a beach to just diving into the ocean, she hit a, a sandbar and broke her neck and was paralyzed for life. And I had to, um, you know, man, that was such a shock to all of us, this beautiful young girl. And of course her office manager was, her, her mother was my office manager. And uh, it was a very difficult situation. Her mother blamed me, I blamed me. I mean, I was the adult on the trip, but it, it was kind of a freak accident. So you really legally couldn't blame anybody, but it was a really difficult thing. And I was just suffering under that burden of just wondering what to do and the guilt and all of the shame and all the things, you know, we suffer when something like that happens. And I was going to a Jim and Naomi Rohde seminar with my husband, Jim, uh, out in Mackinac Island, because she would she would host these amazing uh, retreats uh, all over the country, and this was in Mackinac. My husband, and I went to Mackinac, and I was just kind of I was in that in that shroud of grief, you know. I was just kind of going sure. through the zombie phase, you know, as we as we uh, go through when we go through catastrophic loss. And um, she had a little. She just took us aside because she had a little kind of a ministry to, to married couples. She took us aside and, and let us sign up, and um, I, she just gave us such great advice when uh, I explained the situation. I said, how can I get her forgiveness? And she, we're both Christians, so we share a faith. And she said, well, do you think, does she, is she, does she really know how to forgive? And I thought, you know, I don't think she does. And because of that, just that weight of, of, of feeling that I had the need for forgiveness, understanding that in, in her case, she might not have the capacity for, to forgive took such a burden off my shoulders and allowed me to kind of go back and over the next year to manage that situation. And so it was just such a gift to me. I found her again a couple of years later, 20, 20 years later, a couple, 20 years later, I found her again at an SCN meeting. And she, uh, I thanked her for what she had done. And she said, and her husband, Jim said, oh, do you want her to coach her, coach you in speaking? I was just starting. So here I am just starting and speaking with my daughter. And Naomi Rohde offers to coach me, like the grand grand dame of oh speaking and, and, yes. and so on. And so like, I took that one up in a heartbeat. And so she did, she was my speaking coach. And of course, Vanessa Emerson also was amazingly involved in that. And it's kind of taken off now. But the, the point for this is we have a woman who's out there who is helping women all along the way for since the 1990s, she's 84 now. And here she is, she's 84 years old. And she's still helping people out. And when my husband, Jim, passed away, two years ago, my husband, Jim, passed away. Two days after she passed away, Naomi called me up out of the blue, called me up, said, Kim, I, I, my husband is still with me. My biggest fear is losing my husband. And I feel called to do a ministry. We're all, we're all we're Christian, do ministry with other women to help them get through this difficult time. And so within a week of my husband's death, I was on a call with seven other widows and we started this Naomi started this widows group and we've met every single week she's developed this curriculum for over two years she's 84 okay let's just I mean it's just amazing where she's just ministered to us for over two years and we hardly ever miss a meeting and so I felt that the need then to write this book to um to to include all of what Naomi had had put in there all all, all of the effort Naomi had put in there for us 
And also, as, as, as because Naomi wanted us really to go out and, and kind of spread the news and, and develop our own little groups, but we are so tied together, we can't leave. Oh. We want to be in our Naomi cocoon. So the book is a perfect choice because now we can get the book out to anyone who needs it, widows who need it, widows who need to be ministered to, uh, the sisterhood of widowhood, because you're all of a sudden, you know, you don't expect to live your life alone, although 75% of us become widows, so really the chances are there. But it, it, it's really meant to help just give a hug and let other widows know that, that, that we're not alone and in our faith, we're not alone and help us get through those difficult first years after widowhood. Oh my gosh. I, I, you know, this is so near and dear to me. Two of my dearest friends here in Charlotte have lost their husbands in the last two, no, three of my dearest friends have lost their husbands in the last three, in the last two years. And they're my age. And I almost lost Tom about three times. So I, this is near and dear to my heart. And I love the fact that you're, you're, you're creating a book that really transcends. I mean, this is what dues uh, first couple things, Kim dues never retire. So Naomi shout out to you, my darling dues never retire. And I love that because she's in her ministry. She's in her calling. And this is what, who we are. The second thing is that this book transcends dentistry, obviously you know, your, your niche, is everyone in the, uh, the, the widow's club, the widow's club in dentistry, Kim? They are, uh, let's see, there are in one, some capacity. Yeah. There, there, there were, there were like three of us that were, um, uh, involved in dental offices. So, so there were a number of us were involved in dentistry and then, uh, there were the rest are, we're not, we're friends of Renaomi's that she had been. Her oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. See, that's what so I'm saying. There's a lot of dentistry there, a lot of dentistry in this. I but, know. But I, wanna, I just want to add that the first thing Naomi told me when she started, because I said, you know, I'm going to speak maybe for a couple of years because, you know, when you, as you get older, I'm, I'm 66 now and my, you know, the, the nouns have left the building sometimes, you know, I mean, sometimes it's hard to get up and speak. And she said, Kim, you're never going to retire. That's there's no there's no retirement in the Bible. And I thought and, and it, that knowing that and understanding that instead of having the expectation, it's very exciting to me now. And part of the, the nice part also about writing rather than speaking, I'm going to do both. But writing is that um, I, I can write and I can look up words if, I, if they leave my head and um, and I don't have to be there for people to, to understand what was going on. So writing kind of is is kind of turning into my, as, as my speaking career, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still able to do it. I hopefully do it for a few more years, but as that goes, I think writing, we can do even as we get older. Oh, so, yes. And it lives on and writing lives on forever. You know, writing does. is there forever. And so I love that because I, I was telling everybody at the retreat we just had that uh, the, how I got, and it's principle number nine, start and don't stop dues never retire. And I, I got that principle from sister Jean Marie, um, who was a mentor to me. And she, she was, I was at a retreat, one of her retreats. And she said, Bishop Curlin, and this guy, Bishop Curlin is like renowned in our area and best friends with mother Teresa. Um, just a, just a beautiful man. And he was passing her in the hallway and he said, you know, sister Jean Marie, sisters of mercy never retire. And when I heard that, I thought this is true because we do good work. Right. And we know our calling and we are, you know, so we're faith-based, whatever your faith is, you know, um, we say fix the church uh, as a quote from Mike McCarthy, fix the church. Don't you have to fix my faith. Right. And so I love that idea that we're constantly thinking about how to give back and you can pivot, right? You're speaking, but you're also in this other little vertical that is actually just as powerful, if not more, because it can reach thousands of people 
that you don't even know or you have to stand in front of, Kim. So I, I just, I love it. What is the title of the book? Naomi and the Widow's Club. And here's a, just a quick little story that's not even in the book, but it's just so powerful if you're a Christian and you know the story. There's a story in the Bible of Naomi and Ruth. And Naomi is a widow and lost her son too. And I lost my son. So like I identify with her. And she came alongside her, her daughters-in-law uh, and especially Ruth. And uh, they, they stuck together. They helped each other out. And uh, the, the ending of the story is a very happy one where Naomi's embracing her being a grand uh, grandmother, you know, to, uh, to Ruth, uh, um, her child who actually is an ancestor of Jesus. So it, it's, it's just an amazing story. And the, 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 the story for Naomi was when she was born, she was named Catherine, but her mother was very sick after the birth and went into a coma for a couple of days and came out. And when she came out of the coma, she said, God told me to name you Naomi. I don't know why, but your name, your name is Naomi. And I thought, it's for the book. It's it's for this book. So it's God inspired, I'm sure. But I just, I love that story because the front cover, we have a, uh, a Naomi. Uh, Naomi had found an artist that would drew, drew, uh, painted a beautiful uh, image of Naomi comforting Ruth. And then the Naomi in the picture looks a lot like our Naomi. So she kind of did that afterwards. Oh. So it's been a, just a, I mean, what a, I just can't tell you how much my heart has just been uh, touched so much all the way through this process. Um, and, and again, uh, to hopefully to be able to help people, uh, you know, help widows, which again, if you're, if you're woman, you're 75% chance that you'll be one at some point. So women, oh. women of all ages, I hope, and we are all of all, we are of number of ages in our group. That's beautiful. I I just have so many goosebumps over that. And then, you know, no accident how God works in our lives and, and opens up doors and, and makes connections. And always, if you keep him at the center, just this goodness and magic comes from it. It's just, it's just so beautiful. I can't wait. And I honestly can't wait. What a gift this book will be to my friends and to the people that I know. Um, I, I'm, I'm just loving, loving it. And I, I love the article so much and the whole piece that you put on and the back end of the article on Naomi's, uh, one of her lessons. And I mean, just so thoughtful, so profound. So just, it is just really saintly, honestly, when you read yeah. what she is doing and how she is, you know, and how this all started. I'm so happy to hear that story behind the book. What's, what is the most important message that you can take away from this book? When, when you, I mean, it's, it's, there's so many, I'm sure, but if you had to pick the, the most important message, what would you say that is? That as widows, we really become a sisterhood, I think. Um, we, we, it, it's a, when you get to a point where you lose your identity as a spouse, I mean, I, I was married to Jim for 44 years. He was, you know, a great husband. And when you, and I married him at 19. So all of a sudden you're alone and you're, you go home into a, you know, your home and nobody else is there. I've never had that in my life, you know, where nobody else was there. We've had very difficult times in, in, in the past, but there was always somebody else there. And I, I'm very fortunate because I have wonderful daughters who just take great care of me. But that whole idea of now you're good enough alone. God is done with our husbands. God, my, my husband, Jim, and God left me. We'll have to talk about this another time, but God left me some pretty darn powerful uh uh, reassurances that my husband was done with his race and there's nothing I could do to help him, which is always a problem. You know, when someone dies, you always think, oh, what could I have done? You know, um, God left me with that assurance that Jim's race was won, run. He's done. God is done with Jim's race, but he's not done with me. So if he's not done with me, I need to be out here finishing my race. And at some point, I believe with through my faith that I'm going to be done. He'll be done with me and then I'll be up there having a great time with uh, Jim. My, I also lost my son, Eric. Jim and Eric and my mother, who I also lost. So I, I just have this vision of, I, I look 
to look for life with the end in mind, knowing that God is not done with you yet. And it, it would, no matter what your faith is, or if you don't have a faith, uh, you have a legacy to leave uh, even alone. You, you have a legacy to leave. You are good enough alone and you have a legacy to leave. Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. And that's also beautiful for those that haven't found their loved, you know, because when you said I married, Tom, I met Tom when I was 19 and, and, you know, both of us, we've talked about this. We got lucky. Um, and, um, and, and just to have that, that the, a beautiful marriage and a beautiful friendship and, and, you know, still loving them to the, the, the very end. But there's so many women out there that would benefit from what you just said that haven't found that special person that go home alone to their homes every day, that they are good enough, that they're good enough and that God has a plan for them as well. And um, to just stay close to that, to stay close to that uh, inner voice and that spirit and um, let, the, let him guide you, you know, throughout life, because it is about um, loving yourself and then taking that love and loving others. And I think that's, that's so important. And as a mom and as a wife and as, you know, a family member of sisters and all that sort of thing, brothers, you know, it is, it is a different idea to think about that you only really at this point are in charge of yourself. You're not in charge of anybody else anymore. This is just you. And, and how are you going to take on and live the rest of your life so that, and I know, do you ever feel like they're looking down on you and going, good job, Kim. Good job. We love you. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, I do. I, I do. I, I, um, you know, I, I, I want to make them proud and I want to, and I, I believe they have a legacy that I'm trying to carry on my, my son's I, legacy. I'm doing the, the libraries in Africa and Rwanda. We have 50 libraries, 300,000 books in Rwanda. That's kind of, kind of trying to help it leave his legacy of learning and love learning and Eric, Jim's legacy was um, on his gravestone we put uh, life is an adventure so I'm trying to really live that out with my grandchildren to give them adventures as many adventures as I can and like and play on them so they each get an adventure within regular periods of time so you know there's no favoritism you can't do that and uh, so I'm having a great time with my grandchildren living an adventure which is making my life fun but I, I kind of see myself in terms of how I can influence the people that are still here. I, I have two daughters that are still here. I have six grandchildren that are still here. And I just want to just love them up while I'm here because, you know, my time on earth is going to be over at some point, you know, hopefully, hopefully a long time, but you never know. Yes. Um, and, and so I want that legacy to be there to know how much they are loved. I think that's the biggest thing that I just love them to death. And I just want them to know that and leave them with that. Oh, Kim, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. And, you know, we had a bit of a part of, of your library in uh, Rwanda with, uh, we had featured the wine up wine at our retreat from Katrina that she, I know that she and Dale were there and they loved their visit. And so we, we, we just bought three cases of wine and we opened it up and it was, it was so special because first of all, it's delicious. <laughs> Secondly, it goes to a good cause. And part of that um, income from that, the wine op is, is going to go to your, um, your nonprofit and to help people around the world. So I think this is all full, full circle that we know each other, that Vanessa brought us together, that Naomi brought us together, that SEN brought us together, that we're all in this together, that we're, we're women of faith or women first. You and I just happen to be in dentistry, but that we are making a difference. And um, if you're listening, reach out, get the book, because I don't, I think 
honestly, reading the book, whether you're widowed now or not, we all know somebody that is going through that. And it's also, I, I would imagine that it's going to be an appreciation of the people in our lives right now, right? And so I think that all of us could learn from that and um, and think of others. Think of who do you know that could benefit from these wise women and these wise words. Kim, it's such a blessing to see you, to know you. And when when is the book going to be out? And how do we someone get? How is going to? How are we going to get the book? How can we get it? Well, I, the book is going to. We're hoping to get it out before Christmas. Uh, so it'd be a good Christmas gift. We're hoping to get that. You know how publishing is my first one, so I don't know how publishing goes, but apparently it gets a little complicated. But uh, so what we can do is, if you, if you wouldn't mind, we could send out a, a link when it's it's going to be on Amazon. So there'll there'll be a link out. And I think there's some special deals the first day. So if you wouldn't mind, we could send you out the notice when that link is, is a step, when that link occurs, so that people could just get it really inexpensively that first day or so on Kindle or get the get the book itself. I think I think there's going to be some value with those first days when it's published. So I, if you don't mind, I, I could send that out to you. Send your link out. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. This is, this is giving me another goosebump idea. So all, you know, we're going to get this to the first, to the, the bestseller, right? All of us do's. So we'll, hoping, we'll yes. send this out. Because you I know how, Thank you. Yeah. I know how that works. Cause you know, Manal, we all know Manal. <laughs> I mean, she oh, did oh, her book, yes. right? You know, you have to get everybody buying it the first day. So yes. we're going to do that. And then dudes, if you're listening and you've got a book and you're going to release it, let's do it. Let's work it together to get our messages out there to the world. And, you, and you'll be the first one, Kim, that we are going to actually push out the day. I, I'm so excited. Oh, and, I'm, and I'm so honored to be able to do that for you and all the thank women you. listening. Naomi, we love you. I met them. I met them at the SEN meeting. I believe it was SEN coming out of the ballroom. I have still have pictures and um, it was a magical moment for me. I, you know, there's something about the aura of the roadies that uh, it just, it, it just transcends um, the circle that you're in, in that moment. It just, it's a pebble. It just goes out into the pond and it really makes a difference. So Kim, keep, keep it up, darling. You're just doing so great. I, I'm so happy to have this time with you today and all of you that are listening Remember, dues don't retire, and most importantly, keep doing you. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anne. Thank you for listening to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Anne Duffy. To learn more about dental entrepreneur women, to share your story, or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W.life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.